Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. So should we do this? Yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 100. 100. 100. We made you wait for a long time. Uh, we did. We had different things going on, and I needed a minute. So did I. So for anybody that's not on social media that doesn't know why we were gone for two weeks, I'm dying. <laughs> My children had child had surgery. Okay, he had his tonsils and adenoids out, which apparently were gigantic because the doctor was like, uh, totally. He's like, those were massive. Like, how did your child? How breathe? did he breathe? I'm like, with his mouth. <laughs> And he's like, he just stood there and just kept shaking his head. I was like, Jesus Christ, are you calling me in? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I was like, should I worry about a call from DCFS? Because I've been trying (laughs) to get this done for months now. And it took this long to get in. But then, so before that, my one daughter had a double ear infection and all this other shit. Then he gets the tonsils out. I'm in the middle of a lupus flare-up. Then we get strep. Yep. That's why I haven't been around. So I settled very nicely into a Crohn's flare-up. So she did lupus, I did Crohn's. Both are gross. Um, oh, God, they're horrifying. It is it is a bucket of yuck. Um, shortly thereafter, I was on the struggle bus with watching a friend and former housemate go into relapse um, very publicly on Facebook. Um, I think that's why you should have like a fucking like a breathalyzer on your phone I really you can, like blow a certain yeah like mm-hmm. blood alcohol content to operate facebook um and then my brother's very good friend and my childhood chum uh passed away very suddenly and it was a great big kick in the dick my soul dick because you know i don't physically own one and uh, we actually said goodbye to Mark this morning, and his funeral was very nice. And I saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long, long time. And I hope that's the last funeral I have to go to for a very long time, because it's pretty, uh, it's it's pretty fucking cathartic when you reached the age that your friends start like dying around you. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for like like when Cub died. That was a fucking freak accident, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, miscellaneous accidents here and there. But when you actually reach an age that your friends fucking have heart attacks and shit, like, it's pretty uh, pretty profound. So I have a joke to get us out of that. All right. Because I can't handle serious shit. Oh, it's not a joke. It's just a Because I called you earlier. Fucking, bah. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, I'm so glad. Oh, God. She's fucking crying. Thank God she's on the phone. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I don't know like, I feel hands. bad. I just don't know what to do. And so I'm like, oh, I make it all awkward. <laughs> but so the other day, Addie, I can't remember what I did. She was, like, laying by me. And I was, like, I, like, reached at her. And I was messing around. And she was, like... <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. It was so funny because I wasn't expecting it. She's like, oh my God, you hit me in the penis. (laughs) (laughs) She's six years old. (laughs) Why did she say that? I laughed so hard I was crying. And then she was like, I was like, can we not say penis, please? And you don't have one, so I can't hit you in it. Yeah. There was was my way to get out of the serious shit. (laughs) 
All right. All right. Before we start, right. should we talk about theageofradio.org? Okay. If you want to check us out, you can go to ageofradio.org slash colormedead. Um, you can go there to listen to episodes. You can check out other shows on the syndicate. You can see our sponsors and do a little shopping in the bazaar. Bazaar. Such a fun word. It is. It's kind of like the word gargantuan. You so very rarely get to use it in a sentence. <laughs> if you want to donate to our show, which we've had lots of very generous people do so, you can go to mm. patreon.com slash color me dead podcast, I think. And <laughs> um, if you can't find it there, go to ageofradio.org slash color me dead. <laughs> and you, you can certainly will there. fucking find it there. <laughs> I'm so prepared. Thank you for everybody that donates, especially our examinators. Rhett Harris, Samantha Vaughn, Sharon Hoffman, and Melissa Morgan. Shank you. Shank you. Shanks. And just so you guys know, we extra super, very much appreciate you. And we intend to show you just how mouch, just how mouch, very shortly. Um, also, if you'd like to get some merchandise, you can get it at Threadless. At colormedeadpod.threadless.com. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Color Me Dead Podcast. We also have Color Me Dead Podcast Group. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, we've got Gory underscore Nikki. Yes. Color Me Dead Angel and Color Me Dead Podcast. And if you want us to ignore you on Twitter, follow us at Color Me Dead Pod. I think I have, I can't even remember what my Twitter handle is right at the moment, or I would tell you how I could ignore you there. I honestly don't even think that it's still active. I think my account got like, archived oh, they were like all right you're I just, done we are going to call our listeners for episode 100 mm-hmm. Yeehaw. and some of them have questions some of them don't and then we're just gonna call them anyway and we're gonna call them and be like tell me what color your panties are yeah i don't know who's first i'm calling michelle king Oh, yeah. our first caller. We started off heavy, and then we're going to lighten it up a little after this. Hello? Hello? You're live on Color Me Dead. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. Hi. Hi, Ryder. That's Ryder. <laughs> Hi, Ryder. That's Angel. Oh. Angel. Yeah. Oh. See, this is what makes people want to have kids when they're cute like that. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't cute a few minutes ago when he was screaming and throwing things across the room. So. Then you take him to the store and you're like, never mind, they are not cute anymore. Nope. Oh, I can't hear anything that he's saying. I'm sorry. Here, scooch this. <laughs> Hold on, let's resituate. Okay. Hold on. Hold, please. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Lord, I'm dropping shit. Lord Jesus, there's a far. <laughs> Mary. I didn't think about that until you called her. I was like, yeah, I'm oh, over yeah, here. So I'm able to hear me. I can hear you now. Okay. Yay. Where'd that paper go? Okay. So this is, this is it. This is the, the live thing. It is. We, it is. We called you first because you have one of the serious questions. I do, yeah. Um, I can't remember it exactly, though. So. That's okay. We wrote it down. <laughs> Oh, look at you guys all prepared. <laughs> so what was it like going through rehab and sobriety in front of everybody and so public? And did you ever consider giving up the podcast at any point during the transition? Right. So, right. Um, 
So before I actually left, um, Nikki found out that I was going, because it, it literally happened within 20 minutes time, um, that I was going to treatment. And Nikki rushed down to my house to say goodbye. And she was like, what do you want me to tell everybody? And I, I told her, I was like, just tell everybody the fucking truth, man. Like everybody's going to find out anyway, eventually. I'm like, just tell everybody the truth. Um, I was drunk when I said that. And it sounded like, you know, I was like having a moment where I was like, fuck, I'll just tell everybody the truth. Um, later, was it was it difficult? Yeah, I had a couple of situations where um, actually on Thanksgiving, um, we were going to an AA meeting with the entire house. And I we, we used to go into a convenience store every night to get candy or smokes or whatever. And I saw my former supervisor from a job that I got let go from. And he looked at me and I tried to do that thing where I stared straight forward and tried to pretend that I didn't see him. And I was like, fuck it. And I was like, hey, how are you? And he's like, good. Happy Thanksgiving. I was like, you too. And I'm sure that he was like, what the fuck are you doing in Heber City on Thanksgiving without your family? And he didn't ask and I didn't tell. And that was the first time ever that I was deeply uncomfortable. And I think it was because... Um, not only did I lose my job for being a shithole piece of crap employee while in the throes of addiction, um, I hadn't really planned on encountering people, you know? Um, I never thought about quitting the podcast, um, especially when I got home and I was able to get online and I saw how much support there was from everybody. And uh, I even had like a couple of our listeners were like, because you were brave enough to talk about going to treatment. My husband went to treatment or I'm getting help. And that, that was a silver lining. I was like, Oh shit. Like if me coming to terms with my own alcoholism helped somebody else, then I felt pretty successful in a lot of different ways. Well, I remember the first time I came to visit you and you were really upset. You're like, how much hate mail do I have? I was like, you don't have any. You're actually doing the exact opposite. You're telling everybody how it's okay to go. And I don't think you believed me at that time until you got home. Yeah. Because I was, I wrote you a letter too with all the names of all the people that had reached out to that point. Oh yeah. And it shocked the shit out of you on some of them who oh, yeah. they were. <laughs> and I was like, no, everybody. I have not gotten one negative comment. There not was one. There's one person very specifically that uh, I had a very nasty conversation with this indiv- individual about somebody else dying as a result of alcoholism. And I made some shitty comments about that person while I was like all super high and mighty and I wasn't drinking. And she was like, oh, honey, have a have a nice tuck and roll when you fall off your high horse. And I was like, Haha, whatever, bitch. And then I relapsed like a motherfucker. Yeah. And so I came out of the gate and I was like, man, I expect like and I would totally own that shit. I'd be like, you know what? You are fucking right. Mm-hmm. Um, but not not even people that like super hate me uh, had anything negative to say. Mm-mm. Was it hard? Yeah, because you you have to swallow a lot of dignity and humble yourself quite a bit when you know you're wandering around Walmart three hours from your home and you run into your aunt and uncle and you're like fuck and they're like hi what are you up to and I looked at him and I was like um do you want me to lie or tell you the truth and they were like just tell us the truth I was like I'm in rehab and they're like yeah we already know yeah and 
and I was just like, you know, why the fuck did you ask me that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, it's maybe to see if you'd be honest about it and whatnot. Yep. Because, um, you know, I, you know that I went to rehab as well. I am not living a sober lifestyle. However, my life is completely different. Um, and I, you know, I experienced the same thing. I thought people that I had wronged and embarrassed myself and, you know, all those feelings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The shame that everything, you know, everyone was so supportive. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's, it's incredible. It genuinely is. I think one of the hardest things I've ever had to do was look a bunch of strangers in the in the face and say my name's angel and i'm an alcoholic like that that genuinely that because i didn't want to say that shit out loud no and then after a while you just get so used to it that you almost like like you walk into the corner store and you're like hi i'm angel and i'm an alcoholic can i get a pack of those marlboros like fuck so not the beer just the marlboros yeah just the smokes man i'm good i'm gonna have a fucking lipton iced tea and a smooch but no it was it was good and it it was hard and some of it is embarrassing but at the end of the day like one of the things uh one of my favorite counselors at the treatment center was like you know i don't ever want you to feel embarrassed about your recovery like you can be you can be embarrassed and have feelings about your past but don't ever feel bad about your recovery yeah and that's kind of where i took it as like you know what you're right yeah so yeah well, and, and, you know, I really, you guys built such a great support group within the Color Me Dead group. It's amazing. Thank you. So, yeah, don't you guys think, like, I, you know, you just, you don't find people that just, it doesn't matter what their beliefs are, their religious beliefs or political beliefs or whatever. Nobody cares about that. It's just supportive and it's it's wonderful. We've actually had a couple of people um, reach out and just be like, do you realize what kind of a small empire you've built for thousands of people that, you know, you guys, no matter what time of day, somebody's on there to support the other person. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Right. Whenever I get like overwhelmed and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because with kids and going through a divorce and I try to keep it quiet ish, but I was overwhelmed as fuck. I was losing myself, losing everything. And anytime I ever thought about like, quitting i was like i can't there's this whole support system there that i'm not going to give up on so that's what kind of kept me going too i know that wasn't a question but it's a lot it's an answer (laughs) just take over nikki you're like hey i know you didn't ask but let me tell you (laughs) but let me just fill you in i'm gonna tell you what a question you should ask is because i have the answer (laughs) but no i thank you for sending in sending in the question yeah yeah absolutely i'm glad you answered it i'm glad that um you're six months sober that's amazing hey thanks yes congratulations you should be very proud of yourself i'm very proud of you i am um you are struggling too with all the things going on you guys (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, thank you guys for for doing the podcast i love it i can't wait for next week it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be awesome I know, yay! Yeah. Finally, I know. Finally, finally. Yes. But yep. all right, we're gonna wrap this up and call everybody else. Thank you again, Mitch. Yay! Thanks for calling. Love you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Stay out of chalk lines. I, I know. Totally I almost Fuck. said that. I was I'm like, say, yeah. 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 We're just gonna awkward our way through this shit. Is so goddamn cute. I yeah. always look at his pictures Fucking on baby her Facebook. Head. 
I love right. babies. If I could have babies, I'd probably have more. And then I'd be like, what the fuck did I just do? <clears throat> I don't need any more. I got an evil one. Plenty. Um, no babies for me. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, <clears throat> thanks. Bye. I don't Even like if it. I wanted to, I couldn't change my mind. So it's good. It's all good. I just, I don't know. Like everything about pregnancy, just, nah, I'm really unsure about it. I liked it the first time. The next two were bullshit. I just, I don't know, man. Fucking freaks me out. Ho-dee-do, ho-dee-do, ho-dee-do. Um, I was trying to find, uh, whatever. I don't know where it is. It's in my personal shit, and I don't. Well, we can go through these first, because I have their phone numbers and their questions all on here, and then we can. Stop talking to me right now. Michelle Sunderhurst. Um, Cole. Right? Right. Oh. I always panic when people try to call me on Facebook. I'm like, nope, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready. Oh, I God. Do, I do, too. Like, if I'm not expecting it. Yeah. And it like comes buzzing through i'm like no fuck i don't know what to say i don't know what to do i don't like talking on the phone like i don't either can you text this because you certainly shouldn't call me for it and when people call because they're like it's too much to text i'm like it's never too much to text and like then use talk to text and i'll decipher Mm -hmm. okay she's not gonna answer fuck rochelle she might be with little lord voldemort yeah little voldy (laughs) Plus, it's like, well, no, it's only eight there. Oh. It's, and it's Friday, so maybe she's doing something. Oh. Maybe she's one of those people that oh, actually Oh, look, I see stuff. the three little dots like she has something to say. <gasps> you would call me right now. I'm packing up a kid's birthday. Fine. Well. Fine! <laughs> All right. Karen Warner. Karen. Mary. Hold, please. Oh, fuck. Don't say their phone numbers out loud, dickhead. Just give them all out. Chris, Fiergas, use your fucking judgment. I started panicking when you called someone. Oh my god, what do I do? I'm not good at this. Hello? Hello? Karen? Yes? It's Angel and Nikki. Hey! Hey! How are you, darling? Good. Hang on just one second. I have to run to the conference room. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I work one of those stupid shifts, so I work until midnight three, and it is seven o'clock here right now. Okay. How's it going? It certainly goes. It does. Right. <laughs> it's It's been a rough couple of weeks, man. Seriously, man, like looking at your guys' posts and stuff, I'm glad you guys are still alive. At this particular juncture, I wouldn't be mad if we weren't. I like, I kind of want to, like, I get up in the morning and I'm like, fucking Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. (laughs) Like, fuck, give me a break. Fiergas, throw me a fucking bun. Oh, I just laugh. I just lay there and laugh. Like, what else are you going to do at this point? Whatever. Seriously, you both hanging in there, though? We're good. Yes. Oh, yeah. We good. Good. I just hear it. All right. So you had a question for us. Adnan, Saeed, guilty or innocent? Yes. 
If innocent, who do you think killed Hay? I don't know enough about this. Like, I've sort of, I like skimmed through it. I don't, Mm -hmm. I didn't follow it or anything. So I have no opinion. Okay. So he told, okay, here's the deal. He totally fucking did it. And here's why I think so. His little buddy that took the police and was like, this, 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 and this. And was like, here's a fucking body. He did it. But there's no fucking physical evidence. There is no DNA. Mm. There's not a goddamn shred of nothing other than he should, like, he said, I did it. That's why he's still so looking for a pill. Jay did it, or you're saying that Adnan actually did it? Oh, Adnan did. Huh. Okay. All right. I, I genuinely, and the, I have, I have nothing other than <laughs> his body language freaks me the fuck out. Huh. Interesting. I'm on the train of, I personally think he was set the fuck up and he is innocent as hell, but. Huh. All right. <laughs> I I just like when I'm when I'm watching him like that little HBO series. Um, I got Which on there. What is it? It's literally called like Adnan. Oh really? Yeah, you can watch it on HBO yeah. now. Um, watching his body language freaks me out, and it because it very much reminds me of an ex boyfriend who was a gaslighting motherfucker. Oh. And just some of the things that he does, like when they ask him a question. And is it's almost like the question doesn't register right away, or he like, mm-hmm. and then he'll like respond much later than he rightfully should with like wide eyes, or you know what I mean. And it just watching him so kind of like that he's trying to make up stuff or whatever, or make it look like he's innocent. Yes, and and I could be totally wrong. I could be one hundred percent talking out of my ass. But when I'm watching this, I'm like you you're very much a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing and that's how i really feel about it i don't think he was alone when he did it i don't think he acted yeah. alone yeah definitely if, if you do it i don't i definitely don't think he was alone agreed oh no no um, no this he so, so what do you think about the ex-boyfriend don then because that's where i like to believe like with the uh the fake time sheets and stuff that his mom and mom's uh, wife or whatever oh yeah for him and stuff. like that's sketchy as shit oh yeah and it's the i don't know man there's just i feel like this puzzle has entirely too many pieces oh yeah and we are missing some shit and oh, yeah. and it's one of those things where i feel like there's too many there's too many what it, what it, what's the saying there's uh too many chiefs but not enough indians mm-hmm. But right. I, I don't know, man. There's there's still a lot to be unearthed in this entire thing. And it kind of, it it's shit like this and like Elisa Lam, or what is her name? Elisa Lamb. Uh, yeah, Elisa Lamb. Like what the, f- I have so many goddamn theories <laughs> on that. But what same thing with, with Adnan, you know what I mean? Like he could be 100% fucking, He's he got set the show. fuck up. But when I watch oh, him, like yeah. go, go back and watch him respond. Because any, in general, when, okay, go read Stephen David Lampley's book on how to catch a liar. Um, But the way that he actually responds, usually if somebody's telling the truth and they respond, it's like immediate, you know what I mean? But he stops and it's almost like the, it's like tick, 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 tick. And then he responds and it's like, no, I didn't. Big wide eyes. Give me big, big anime eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's not how this works. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Like, 
Luckily, I do data entry and stuff at work, so I can even do that tonight. Oh, perfect. Oh, hell yeah. See, I do whatever I want at work. (laughs) I don't do whatever I want, but um, because I work in the middle of the night, and in general, my my, my, uh, clients are asleep, I, I have a lot of free time to investigate certain things and recently i'm yeah. investigating all of game of thrones from season one <laughs> uh, i can't do game of thrones Ugh, i cannot what the actual hell okay so my ex-wife was a raging alcoholic Mary. and when i first moved in with her was like when season two or three of Game of Thrones had just come out. She was also reading the book at the exact same time as I was attempting to watch season one. Okay. And so she would get into these drunken rages and she would be screaming and yelling at me like up in my face. Like I'm shocked that she never put a hand on me because she was a horrible, awful human being. And so like it got to the point that I couldn't even handle her saying the word Game of Thrones because I just start cringing and being like, No, I can't deal with this and Jesus. I, I understand still, that. I, I can't do it. God, no wonder you have like fucking bitter you have bitter beer face over Game of Thrones. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I could see where that'd be in it. You know what? That's how I felt about the fucking uh that Netflix show that got canceled, House of Cards. Uh one of my one of my exes that he is like my least favorite. Like every time somebody brings like they say his name out loud. And I just, like, my face screws up tighter than a cat's asshole. And I'm like, meow. No. But he, uh, right. fuck. I, and in, anybody with his name walks by and they, like, introduce themselves and they're like, hey, I'm fucking like, Seymour. Fuck and you. I'm like, fuck. Uh, but yeah, somebody be like, oh my God, do you, blah, 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 do you watch House of Cards? And I'm like, motherfucker fucking house of cards and you know what fuck your mom she's a bad person you know and they're like holy shit angel what is wrong with you and i'm like nothing trigger the one and only good thing i did get from that woman was podcast she was an addict to podcast oh nice she turned me on she turned me on to serial and serial got me turned on to of course all the true friend podcasts which of course led me to you too nice yeah i was gonna mention that serial did the whole season about that dude Mm -hmm. and for anybody that doesn't know very much about it (laughs) like me no, it's like a, it's a twisted fucking Wizard of Oz. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, follow, follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yay. So at least you got that out of it. Exactly. So she's a horrible human being, but you know, whatever. I'm away from her and I'm engaged to the most amazing man ever now. So life is good. Ooh. Good for you. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm going to go, when I'm at work tonight, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch Adnan and I'm going to, f- I'm seriously going to get like timestamps and then I'm going to send them to you and be like, right here, look at this, yes. right here, look at this. Yeah, no, do, 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 do
do. Uh, one of my friends gave me her Hulu information so I could watch that specifically. <laughs> yeah, tell me exactly what time in the show is on, and I'll go check it out for sure. Absolutely. Okay, and then and then we'll get back to you on a later date, and we can discuss this again. Because yeah, people, I want to watch it too. Yeah. People have actually asked us to cover this on multiple occasions, and I want it to die down. It's almost kind of like... Um, yeah. It's oversaturated right now. It really is. And the whole fucking, the Chris Watts thing and the Bundy Bundy, thing. And then, you know, Adnan, I'm like, fuck. The last thing I want to do is jump on the bandwagon, so... Right, and that's why I love you guys, because you guys kind of dig and find the ones that are lesser known, so it's like, ooh, something new. (laughs) Yeah, something besides what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So thank you for keeping me thoroughly entertained. (laughs) Absolutely, it's our pleasure, and thank you for listening. Okay, we are going to wrap up and call some other people, so thank you so much for being a part of the show. Of course, and thanks for calling me. You guys have a great night. You too, and um, stay, stay out of chalk lines. <laughs> yes, you too. Bye. 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 I totally just pulled an Ashley, that girl that I was one of my housemates. Hi. Bye. Hi. My name's Ashley. Um, Physically, I'm good. Emotionally, I'm chilling. <laughs> so funny. I love her. Okay, who's Nest? Ew. Nest is, oh, Kevin from Dark Windows Podcast. <clears throat> oh, Kevin. Whoa, whoa. He doesn't have a question, but he has a story for us about a stripper because he knows, or a strip club, because <sighs> he knows how we feel about strippers. Because we like strippers. Yeah, we like, I like the strippers. <laughs> I do, oh, I do, I do. Um, eh, <laughs> Oh, it's uh, Andy Griffith. I can't whistle. Mary. Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I found a jar of syrup with your number on the back. It said to call for a good time. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, you guys finally got that off? <laughs> you can't laugh, dick. <laughs> Sorry. Well, fucking get your shit together, man. I wasn't ready. You just got to tell me the joke first. Okay. So I, I, hey, it's Angel and Nikki. And Nikki oh, hey. can't keep her fucking giggles at bay. I wasn't ready. I did just finish the the bottle of syrup that they gave us. Like I kept hiding it so nobody could use it. I hid mine. Yeah, I've had. How long have we had them? It's been almost a year. Like six months to a year. At least I still have the lemon cookie buttons. Oh my god! You shouldn't have told me that. Now every time I come over, I'm going to be like searching. So where the fuck are they? Yeah, back. Hello. Hi! We were talking about lemon cookie on? buttons. What? What did he say? Hello? Hi? Hello? Hey! Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? I can. So, uh, rumor uh-huh. has it, you like a strippers. Yeesh. Uh, actually, you know, it's funny that you mention that because the guy that I was with is actually in a cockpit with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
So this thing sub for us. So Seth and I uh, were actually down in Pittsburgh because I was going to. Uh, I went down to tour at gunsmithing school, which I didn't end up going to because it was like eighty grand for a six month course. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> right. But while we were down there, we uh, <laughs> we actually got the coolest cab driver ever. His name was Bruce, and uh, he was telling us like all these like ridiculous, dirty jokes and stuff. He was the funniest person I've ever met. And uh, he goes, "You always want to go to a strip club?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why, why not, right?" Duh. So, <laughs> so we get there, and it's like in the worst part of Pittsburgh, like. If we were walking down the street, we probably would have been stabbed getting that kind of area. No, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. You're lying. But you're, you're big. I'm, like, I'm a fat pussy. I don't give a shit about anything. But we get up to the door, and it's a $20 cover to get in. And then your drinks are a buck for the, for the night. You, no, get they're not. You get, oh, a get a red solo cup, and then they're free. Exactly. Yeah. You get your cup, you get I'm in. So... <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, I thought I lost you for a second. No, we here. Um, We're waiting for the ass part. <laughs> so we get in and uh, we sit like right up, right at the edge of the stage. And uh, yeah, we call that perv row in these parts. That's the only place to be. <laughs> it, it was it was pretty close to perv row. We were in that weird section. Like the girl would come out on stage and she'd kind of like look around and be like. Okay, these guys are creepy. That dude sitting at the very end by himself is creepy. These guys look okay, and they kind of like beeline right for us. <laughs> I'm watching hockey on TV. <laughs> so, after we've been there for like probably, I don't know, an hour and a half, and I'm, uh, you're drunk. I'm three like red solo cups full of nothing but Jack Daniels in. Oh, God. And I decide, like, okay, I'm going to go out for a cigarette. Awesome. So I go outside and. I come back in and I hear this clack, clack, clack. I'm like, oh fuck! And I hit the floor. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I turn around and I literally look at him. I'm like, dude, shoot! I'm like, holy shit! My buddy just got shot. How the fuck am I gonna get home? <laughs> There's so many angels shooting up the fucking strip club. So I'm like going to my table, like, oh fuck it! I have my pistol with me. And I get back up and I look past these people and. I could see Seth, like, he was laughing, but that point where there's no sound coming out, he's just <laughs> fucking red, pointing a hole in his belly and laughing at me, I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. So I get back over to us, dude, it was that girl's heels. <laughs> I knew it. Do you want me to tell him about the redhead chick? You got to tell him about the Hulk. <laughs> you should. Right, so, Did he, he just say the fucking outside, Hulk? The Hulk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no. While he was outside, I was talking to one of the strippers, and we were recipe swapping. I learned how to make enchiladas from her. I gave her <laughs> how to make shepherd pie from scratch. Technically, comes pie, but fuck it. Who cares? We're drunk. I love so, it. She's, she's having a grand old time talking to me. Her fucking idiot friend, Redhead, comes over to me and goes, Oh, my God. Yo, Redhead. I'm like, No shit, Sherlock. So are you. You're the second one I've seen today. She's like, where's the other one? I'm like, I look in a mirror every once in a while. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no big deal. Ten minutes, then obviously you hear the, the, the shoe clap of the idiot redhead because that's her only move. She can make her, I don't know, plexiglass heel. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back 
laugh about it. And the girl who I recipe swapped with <laughs> came back, and she's like, she's doing her thing with her friend, and her friend's like, oh, you know, make this night even better. I'm like, what's that? She's like, if I broke out the Hulk, and I'm like, who the hell is the Hulk? Like, when I was in college, the Hulk was a fucking... Oh, or, no. that, you know, if you hit it, you got yourself fucked. Oh. So she's like, no, it's my double-sided thick green dildo. No. I don't like it. And I was like, I'm like, so wait, that's the Hulk? She's like, yeah, because once it's done with you, you, you're sore. You don't walk right for a week. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's not. And friend, the, the one that gave me the enchilada recipe, looked, you know, yeah, it's brutal. I'm like, oh, oh no. Jesus. Instantly, you had that moment of like, Yes, dude, fucking Requiem for a Dream. That's all I can envision is that creepy old man. Ash to ass. (laughs) Fuck. what? Did you go see the guy in the bathroom? I did. <laughs> yeah, then there's this awesome old black dude in the bathroom. Kevin went in there to do his thing, and then he comes back and he's like, you gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, no, dude, I don't need a piss. I'm good. He's like, no, you gotta go in there. The guy's like a thousand years old, and he's the coolest man I've ever met. Walk in there, and I'm like, how's it going, sir? He's like, good. He's like, you, en- you enjoying all the cities and boobies out there? I'm like, cities and boobies? Yeah, yes, I am. He goes, yeah, a lot of naked vaginas, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that's where we're at. We're in the strip club. He goes, yeah, naked, huh? Oh no! For the insight, I did not know this is what a strip club was. I thought it's where you just go there and you peel vegetables because that's peeling clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're Nikki. Yeah, you really crazy. don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> and you know, when you guys told that story, that's what I was like. They have. I have to tell them the strip club story that we went through in Pittsburgh. Did you tell them about uh, we, our, our, the bar we went to? Oh, you know, there was a bar that we went to um, down there as well. That it was like after six o'clock at night, all the girls that would come into Ten Bar. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. They would come in. Oh, we'll tell that one after. I'll tell that one. They come in. They go behind the bar. They punch in. You know. And they just strip right down to their underwear, like right behind the thing. We're like, I was like, what right. the hell is going on here? Where is this? I don't. I want to go. Where yeah, is? they just like down to their underwear. And, no, like, see, I'm like, I'm I I turn into Tantor from like fucking Tarzan, where I'm like, are you sure that's fucking sanitary? Like, I think if you're gonna be serving my drinks and my food, I don't want your shit in my stuff. Like, if it's going in my mouth, I don't want you. It's alcohol. It'll be fine. I stuck with bottles and twist top bottles. I'm like, give me the cheapest beer you got. Okay, bye bye. I'll take a twist top. Give me a can and a box of uh, like Lysol wipes. We'll be all right. Yeah, oh, God. Tell, tell them the, uh, the other bar that we went into. So the very first bar, like, for me, whenever I go anywhere, the only thing I like to do is I have to have a pint of Guinness wherever I go. It's just a, it's the usual thing. So we go down there, and I'm, like, looking for any kind of, like, club I can find. We're wandering around. I'm dragging this kid all around downtown Pittsburgh. And we find this bar. I was like, oh, shit. It's got a shamrock on it. It's got a 13 on it. It's got to be in, like, a club. It's got to have some sort of guest. Walk in there, I'm like, you guys got good? And this guy, best way to describe him, take Mr. Clean from the commercial and make him super thin and got a flamboyant. <laughs> me right. Like, oh my God, this cool man doesn't respect me. I, mean, I don't give a shit. So I sit 
down and I'm like, can I get a Guinness? And Kevin's like, I'll get a, what'd you get, but I had like a whole Jameson because that's when I was at like the height of my alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Now it's just on coke. Anyway, yeah. So I'm sitting there and we're watching Opal Win 3. He's reading Cosmo and I'm like, dude, I'm not making the Oprah, but I can understand this. You know, I know it's weird popping up and all on TV. Cosmo, I read that shit because, you know, I like big picture. I look good. You want to make sure that your man's, you know, satisfied. Yeah, exactly. In 18 different ways. Dude, so, Cosmo's a bunch of horseshit. Oh, no, 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 hey, man, if it's something you read, I'll take it. So, Kevin goes, and I'm looking around, and in the, again, it's whenever Kevin leaves that I find that I see the coolest things ever in the world. I look around, I see a sign that says, men, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. Women, shirt, shoes, problem. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Or problem. Like, okay, that's interesting. Well, that's a half-naked man drawn up there. <laughs> Holy shit, there's a fucking competition to play pinball and I could win a signed copy of Lady Gaga poster? That's cool. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me when this kid comes back to the bathroom, he's like, dude, you're not going to believe what's in the bathroom. Like, we talked about He's like, the toilet paper hole is a rainbow dildo. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That is amazing. And the guys there, like, looking at us like, oh, you're one of those. And I'm like, dude, this fucking place is the coolest place I've ever been to. So, fast forward, we go back later in the night to go get food at Benny's, which is right around the corner from this place, and it's all just half-naked dudes and, like, bandits. I'm like, fuck, we should go in there. Like, there were so many people outside this bar, you couldn't walk in that side of the street. Yeah. <coughs> oh, shit. I'm like, I didn't know we were that. We should have just stayed there and had fun. I could have won a pinball tournament. <laughs> now, see, had, had you, had it been a foosball tournament, I'd have whooped your ass and won. Foosball. <laughs> I would play topless just to distract you. <laughs> <laughs> air hockey's my shit. Yeah, air Ooh, air, air hockey. I'm pretty good. I, I get to get like three or four beers in me, and I'm pretty damn good at darts. Yes. Uh, well, I can cool you all there. I fucking suck at full. Yeah. You can tell they're from There's like no that area of like, darts. Getting to where you need to be for full for me. I know I'm good at it. <laughs> so, all right, Kevin. You gotta, you gotta shamelessly plug your show. Oh, and okay. Seth. I mean, we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just talking. No. Oh, we are also on the Agent Radio Network with you, lovely ladies. Uh, my name is Kevin Carlton. This is Seth Broadstone. We are two of the three hosts of the uh, lovely redheaded one. <laughs> we are two of the three hosts of the Dark Windows podcast. Yep. We do uh, all kinds of goofy shit. We talk like uh, cryptids, ghosts, aliens. True crime, not as well as all you guys do, but we did true crime. Um, <clears throat> this last one we just released that came out uh, last Wednesday was Gigi Allen, which was uh, one of Seth's, and that was a fucking dirty, dirty episode to record. Hey, since we're talking about dirty, dirty things, can we um, get Seth to pull down his pants and make Beaker out of his genitals? Because I guarantee you he's got the red top. <laughs> Yeah. What do you want me to do about that? I want you to hang upside down and turn your dick and balls into beaker because you've got the red bush. You have to. You have to have it. And then you I want you to like grab your pee pee and open up your pee hole and go meep. Whoa. Shit just got real. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, it could be worse. I guess I have to grow some shit out then. <laughs> That's uh, the fucking spirit, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, 
And by the way, when you guys want to do your uh, your your uh, girly calendar with all the men on it, let me know. I will totally do the topless picture with my kilt with uh, glazed donuts over my nips. Fuck, fuck yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I got a cool picture too, but I'm not going to tell. If my hair is long enough so that the wind picks up really well, I'll look like Fat Fabio and look fucking awesome. <laughs> See, no, I want the... Uh, I want the wet hair flip in like a in a sultry little pond. How about like a how about like a dirty brook? I've got one of those behind my house. <laughs> Dude, that almost sounds like a two for one on a Tuesday at a bad strip club. Hey man, I got a dirty brook. Right? Dude, I could do the Buffalo Bill. Oh God! Don't, uh, yeah, I go. I will. I will serenade you with some Q Lazarus, man. <laughs> you tuck your gens and give me a fucking Bon Jovi, and I'll sing to you. I fucking love. It. I like that. Okay, we're kicking the other Kevin off the show. We're gonna bring Angel into their third. See, everybody loves. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. So we got some other people we got to call, and then I got to take my sorry little ass to work. Oh, okay. Well, have fun at work. That sucks you got to go, but have fun. Better you than me, because I want to go back to work. Just remember, Beaker, Google it. I don't need a Google Beaker. I know who it is. However, I don't want my shit up there, because everyone's going to be like, oh, that's just Okay, can can I get like I feel like anybody that's willing to maybe at least like grab their penis and ha- like hop it through your bush singing like Little Bunny Foo Foo? Oh my god! No, that's not how I thought this was gonna go. No, I, I should have warned you, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, hey, man. you know, we're the same team man we're we're podcasters and and you know if you're not willing to do little bunny foo-foo with your cock to please me oh i'm you're God. off my christmas card list you're on mine because i don't want to see that shit I don't even have your business no i said christmas card christmas card none for you that's it seth gets fucking nothing yeah i was i don't know if you know but like i was fresh out of rehab i was still have like trying to remember how to function as a normal person Oh, by the way, congratulations on your uh, on your six months. That's fucking awesome. Oh, hey, thank you. That's that is awesome. Good for you. You know, my uh, my my dad just quit drinking about a year ago after oh, geez, probably close to thirty years of going through about a twenty four rack a night. That's true. Damn. Your dad and I went and drink for drink one night. Yeah, it did not end well. No, and the fight doesn't end well for anybody. I'm about ten years clean from pain pills. About that one. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Thankfully, I found somebody who's much smarter, and if I get fucked up at all, she'd knock my ass out. Oh, I love you, too. <laughs> no, not you. You dirty bitch. Dirty bitch. <laughs> all right, guys. So definitely go check out Dark Windows Podcast, ageofradio.org. Thank you, guys, for your for your stories, and... Love you, kisses. Stay out of chalk lines. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> No, I really want that little bunny foo foo now. I do not. I don't know why that just. No. Little bunny foo foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I don't want to see that done with a wiener. <clears throat> not at all. I don't know, because there was this thing. I don't remember if it was HBO or Showtime, but they did. It was a bunch of Australian dudes that did this show where they perform completely nude, and it's called uh, Puppetry of the Penis. 
and they do an entire show nude and they make things out of their dick and balls and one of the ones that i was like my absolute favorite was an uncircumcised gentleman turned his wang into the eiffel tower by stretching out his foreskin and like pulling it all down it's pretty incredible dude if i had a wiener i'd fucking make things out of it all day i would too but i still don't want to see it it's funny peepees are funny (laughs) i just no you're right what's next what um laura harris from she also does a podcast that's oh, yeah, on our network couch. break down from the couch and they talk about movies and shit you should go check her out yes do that mm. i have to pee sorry pause now that i have all these phone numbers should in my I phone randomly call people um, actually i'm gonna save kevin's yes <laughs> so that i can just like text him weird shit him and Shelby. Shelby. I like, love, love Kevin's wife, Shelby. I think that she listened to us first and then She's he started listening to us. And then they decided to start their own podcast, which they've been doing for a year. Mm-hmm. And they're doing really well. I sh- I'm their podcast manager for the network. So I get to see all their shit. And they're actually doing really well. And. Yeah, that's how that all came about. So that's kind of cool how it went went that way. Um, no, I really have a fucking horrifying upset stomach now. And I like it. Take it back. Okay, call. Here. Call her. Call her! Ow. I thought you were dialing her this whole time, so I've been waiting for the phone to ring. I'm oh, sorry, dude. I'm like, all right. Because you were talking about having all the phone numbers in your phone, so I figured you were calling her. That's weird. It said I already had her number in my phone. That's fun. Probably from my age of radio stuff. Laura, I'm not here right now, but if you fucking liar. Reading right her Thank phone you. calls. Is it gonna listen up? I know you're there. Answer your shit. Are you screening your phone calls because you don't want to talk to Angel and Nikki? We feel like you are. <laughs> okay, give her a second. So the question that she sent us. Brick down from the couch. Fuck, Mary kill. <clears throat> Luca Magnata. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, David Berkowitz and Aileen Warnos. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I go. have mine my, my, my answer ready. Mine answer is, <laughs> I want to fuck David Berkowitz because he doesn't like fat people, and I know it would be miserable for him, so it would be fun for me. Okay. Like, fuck All you. Right. I'll marry Aileen Warnos because she likes to take care of her woman. You can stay home. While I go do the work. And I'm going to kill Luca Magnata because he's a piece of shit. Okay. So, (laughs) mine was like (laughs) very fucking similar. This is what, okay. So, I'm like, I'm going to fuck David Berkowitz because fat Sadie. I'll give you a sandwich while we're fucking. If you had any idea how fucking difficult it was for us to keep our shit together 
together over the fat Sadie thing. And the fact that you can't whip your fucking phone out and take photographs makes it incredibly hard. I know. Because, and then, but there was a song that was playing in the background that will forever be seared into my brain. And I don't know what, like, I've got to go back to New Orleans. I've got to go back to the fucking Museum of Death because I will never know the name of this song, but I can hear the tune in my head. And unfortunately, I had been up and drinking and carrying on for entirely too long to be coherent. I need to go back. So, um, I was gonna, I, I'm gonna marry Eileen Warnos, okay? Mm-hmm. Because she reminds me of, like, um, she's your fucking ride or die, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of stand by your man, she was a very much, like, stand by your woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna kill Luca Magnata because I think he's a chicken shit motherfucker. I think he, he is. I think, like, as far as serial killers go, he's a chicken shit. He's yeah. not even a serial killer. He's just fucking weird murderer. All right. Well, she didn't call back yet. If she does, we'll tell her that we already answered her questions. But that was a good question. I laughed because usually it's usually they're like the same people. And that one was a good one. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Who are we calling next? Abigail oh. Riley. And I love this question. So do I. <laughs> I it, you, that was hard to narrow it down. I had so many, though. Me, too. And I'm trying to reel it in. Oh, I, I have a top three or I, five, 20. <laughs> I just had a little bit of a Woody Woodpecker laugh there. <laughs> my eyes are going blurry. I need to take my contacts out and run some more. Hello? What color are your underwear? <laughs> hey! <laughs> you have to warn me! I just, every time I call somebody and I'm trying to fuck with them, Nikki giggles first. I'm like, dude! I'm not ready! I'm not ready for this. I love you guys. You guys are fucking awesome, just so you know. And I say fuck more than anybody. Uh, yay! Yay! One so of us! <laughs> One of us! One of us! You're right. Yeah. These are my people. Your yes. people. My people. Yeah. My people. That's totally true. How'd you start a cult? That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, All right. So, so sweet. you had a question for us, and you asked, and this is Abigail Riley said, Who was your 90s crush? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Okay. I've got it narrowed down to three. Oh, okay. they keep popping in my mind. All right. So, first and foremost, Marky Mark. I mm-hmm. have been feeling his good vibrations <laughs> since I was about 12 years old. Um, I still have those CDs. Um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was the first time that like I felt funny in my panties over a boy. Oh man. Followed by Hobie (laughs) on Baywatch. And I can't remember that little squirrel head's name, but I wanted to rub my cooter on him somehow. Damn. Like even if I just brushed it up against his elbow, Hobie, and I don't know his real name. And this is, uh, his Jonathan Brandis. I don't know if you remember him. Yes, I know that I name. What he was actually he? committed suicide. He was Tatiana all, uh, fuck, what's her last name? Ali? No? Yeah, I think it was Ali. Anyway, it was her boyfriend, and he was in, like, Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield and a couple other movies. Anyway, he was blonde hair, blue-eyed, and absolutely adorable. Jonathan, J- Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh, is yeah. on there somewhere. Um, Until I got taller than him. And I was like, never mind. Um, and then it, it kind of progressed into like uh, Jared Leto from my so, like my oh, so-called yeah. life. 
dude just like that and and shit like everybody i think at one point in time looked at leonardo dicaprio and was like i could make out with you i did not i never had a crush on him (laughs) i never ever ever liked him i don't know why i still don't Hmm. like there it has to be the very like right movie for me to like with him in it and i know i'll probably get hate mail but i don't like him see and i've had like when he's older you you and me both and you know what's funny is um there are some actors like the older they get the more i feel like i need to see their penis oh for real (laughs) for real like even if i i don't want to touch it i just want to see it like sam (laughs) elliott that motherfucker is like he would have to snort a geritol and like really have a good nap before i came over but that man gives me the wawas Okay, right. are you finished with your list? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say mine before I forget because everything keeps popping in my head. I'm like, oh, and then there was this, and then there was that. So my very first crush on my very first love, which would have been right around the beginning of 1990, was Harrison Ford. I Harrison was in Ford. love with him. Yes, <laughs> Harrison Ford. Oh, my God, he was my first love. And then we've got Zach and, oh, shit, from Saved by the Bell. Oh my God, Zach and Slater. Slater. Oh, Mario oh, Lopez. Yes. And what is that? Mark. Mark Paul Glo- Goss- Glo- something. What? Fucking Zach Morris. Zach Morris, yes. And then there was. That's um, very fitting because I'm wearing my Jesse Spano hair. Yes, you are. <laughs> and then there was Gavin Rossdale. I had him on my ceiling. I don't know why. I could go on forever, but well, I'm going to try to. Remember 920, guys? Remember 920? Like Jason Priestley? Like, I just want to. Oh, yes. So, yeah. so Jason while Priestley Jason, and Jason Luke Priestley and Luke Perry. Perry. Oh, and, and God. Let, what's Ian, what's his fuck? The little blonde kid with the Ron and Noodle hair. He, yeah. from the neck down, homeboy was yeah. banging. Mm-hmm. Um, from the neck up, he actually looked like. Fucking poodle. Yeah, yep. dude, he actually looked like maybe his parents were a little closely related. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the um, Jesus? Who's the one I'm thinking of? Uno momento, por favor. Uh, on what? Oh my god! I'm thinking, who was your most embarrassing crush in the '90s that you won't even say? My most oh, embarrassing god. crush? Um, probably I was quite young and um, good old Vanilla Ice. Uh, <laughs> What is his name? Rob Van Winkle or some shit? Mm-hmm. Rick Van, yeah, Rick um, Van Winkle. Yeah, no, his real his real last name is Van Winkle. I know, but you said Rick, no, and it was funny to whatever. me. Whatever. Uh, I would say my Rip. most embarrassing one. No shit. I had the lalas for that dude from Backstreet Boys with the fucking hair combed down on his forehead. I think his name is Mark. I don't know their names. But I listened to that. Um, God must have spent a little more time on you. I was very into that. And I, I never hated told boy anybody. Bands. My embarrassing one would have been Nick Lachey, I think. God wow. damn. Yeah, but he. Okay, so Nick Lachey and this other dude from Backstreet mm. Boys. Back streets, back. All right. right. Fucking dude. Down, 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 down. Yeah. This is hell. No, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's the one tell Jordan. <laughs> I was close. Ooh, which reminds me. I got me, so confused. Fucking Tyree. I think Tyrese Gibson was the first time I was like, I could be a chocolate chaser. Dude, Tupac. I had a Tupac <laughs> oh, poster on my wall. Dude, Fuck. Tupac in Poetic Justice. Uh-huh. When he like, Fuck. Every time he licked his lips, I was like, <laughs> like God, my lips. Damn. <laughs> and I think I was only like 13 or 14. And I was like 
Dude, I could I could be like, let me be a thug love. Like yeah. I could, I'll shoot somebody. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Lenny Kravitz was pretty hot, man. He was like, Oof. He certainly was. And I think the he, thing that I liked yeah. most about Lenny Kravitz, besides the fact that he's an outstanding vocalist, was the fact that he was not afraid to express. Like, if he was wanting to walk out on stage in, like, silk Heels. fucking women's trousers, he did. And he fucking looked good. He did. I wanted to hate him for so long. And then I was like, fine, I give. You are fucking hot. What is a... Uh, <clears throat> I can see him face. That face. Oh, shit. Never mind. I forgot. The face with the face. The face with the face. But yeah, as far as the 90s go, goes, there's a lot going oh, on there that's yep. embarrassing as shit. I could go on for days. Oh, what the fuck? Everybody hates Lars. I don't know. I had a major crush on him. James Hetfield is one of my longtime loves. I even named my child after him. Like, well, his middle name. Yep. I am so in love with James. Fuck. If he and I, I would drop everything to be with James Hetfield. I don't care. My weird, <laughs> my weird. Um, so I had the Lala's for Twiggy Ramirez from Marilyn Manson in the. the oh. yeah. I don't know what it was about him. I think it was the fact that you weren't supposed to like them mm-hmm. that made me like him so much. Um, and, Rob uh, Zombie, fuck. See, and I never found him... Oh, I still do. I'd Mm-mm. rape the shit out of him. You know what? Pretty boys fucking suck. It's the fucking nerds that are hot. Depends. I like... What? I have a whole full range. Like, I don't have anything. I used to have... I used to think uh, I had a type. I don't. And then the older I got, I realized that, like... I don't know, dude. There's so much to choose from. Yeah. Then you start liking beards. Like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, I like guys with, like, shaved face. You're like, can you grow a fucking beard? <laughs> I don't see, and I I didn't, because the, the the boy that I loved from afar had a goatee in high school. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I... There you go. And I, I actually ended up marrying that boy that I loved from afar, uh, and now he's got a full beard. He doesn't have any hair left, but that's okay. Who needs hair when you got a beard? Yeah. As long as you've got a beard. Yeah. I got a beard and a belly. I don't really care what facial hair they have, or if any. It depends on the yeah, dude. But I do like a beard. Unless, the, well, I, it has to be kept. Like, there's nothing grosser than that beard that, like, they don't keep. And it's, yeah. like, bristly and stinky, and they want to, like, rub it on you. And you're like, please no. I also yeah, like gross, a, gross, gross. a good jawline. <laughs> oh, my God. A nice, strong jaw. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of my favorite things about Spencer. He's got that nose. Like, that really strong hook nose. Anyway, back of the ranch. <laughs> awesome, All right, guys. Okay, we are going to wrap this up. We got a couple other people we got to call before I go to work. So thank you so much for participating. I love you, bitches. We love you. We right love back. you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, she has the cutest goddamn laugh. I know. Little chuckles. We're kidnapping you. <laughs> You're mine forever now. We're taking <laughs> you. Oh, look. They sent us. I, I said, thanks. Now I have your number. I can text you whenever I want. Oh, they Kevin and Seth. Fucking, oh, look, neep. I'm, just, I'm going to save that and fucking put a face on it and be like, yeah, see me. Oh, I love those guys. You're right. <laughs> I talk to Kevin the most, but I love them. Okay. Oh, God. This Cute. is 
Okay, the next one. I'm going I'm going beyond my comfort zone to answer the next question. <gasps> I'm a little scared. Okay. Nobody knows this story. Um one I, person. I have two answers to this question and they're both <laughs> rad. And I have a, a public apology that I have to make. You do? I do. Did you fart publicly? No, Did you I fart bl- in a shoebox? No, <laughs> put it in the fart box. I'm gonna go home and fart in a shoebox. <laughs> I'm gonna. F- did you fucking fart in here? I did, and I'm so free with my farts. It freaks my brother I'm out. Not. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I am not gonna hold that shit, dude. It hurts. It gives me an upset stomach. I live with enough fucking pain. Okay, mm. don't fucking giggle when I say outlandish shit. See, see, you warned me that right. time. I'm ready. I already want to laugh, and he hasn't even answered. Answer your phone, you son of a bitch. Oh. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice <laughs> message system. Oh, we don't want to play their fucking phone number on the no. air. No, but I think that he is her boyfriend, because it was in the same email. So she's going to have, like, good bragging rights now if he doesn't right? have time. We do. Yep. All yep. right, Michael. Michael Frace. Since you wouldn't answer your motherfucking phone. With your phrase. <laughs> answer with your phrase. <laughs> Say it with a phrase, little ass bitch. You got your phrase with a phrase. Okay, your so. Phrase off your phrase, bitch. The question is <sighs> what is your worst funny fart story? Go. Okay, I have a few. I'm going to tell the simple ones, but I think I've already told most of them. One was when I was pregnant with. Tyler. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't farted in front of Clint yet, and we'd been married for a couple of years. We'd been together for like four four years. I can't remember how long. I can't remember all of that. Anyway, I told him girls don't fart, and I'd never farted in front of him. So we're driving down the road, and I let the most horrifying smelling one ever. Like, it was quiet. So I thought I got away with it, and then I smelled it, and it was like horror went across my face. I hurried and jammed the window down, and I'm like... <gasps> And he's like, did you just fart? I'm like, um, so, so pregnant girls fart. <laughs> he laughed so hard he called his dad. Oh my God. Aww. Yeah. He's like, Nikki farted in front of me finally. Four um, years later. So I'm going to tell one of mine. Oh, are we going back and yeah, forth? Because yeah. my next one is the good one. Okay. So this one, I actually have a, a public apology to make to a kid from the third grade. His name is Eric Navarro. He lived right around the corner from me in Bakersfield, California. And if anybody happens to know an Eric Navarro that grew up in Bakersfield in the 80s that had some hefty bitch in the third grade blame a fart on him, <laughs> I am genuinely sorry. So we're in third grade, and I think it was Mrs. Reed's class, and we had the the desks were set up in two rows, and they were in a U-shape, very large classrooms. And unfortunately, I had had, like, chili fucking tots or some crazy shit for lunch oh, that, like, God. deeply upset my stomach, okay? So I had been holding what was probably one of the beastiest shits I will ever take, And I'm like sweating, you know, like it's gotten to the point where I'm turning fucking green around the gills. Well, we're getting ready to do an assignment and my pencil, like I knocked my pencil off my desk. I bent over to grab my pencil and what escaped my asshole was like (laughs) the mixture of like a foghorn and a bull bellow, like, (laughs) and 
everybody in the classroom just burst into fucking tears laughing. And I, being the nasty fucking asshole that I am, I didn't want to be embarrassed. So I sat up really quick and pointed at Eric and was like, ew, and blamed it on him. And this poor <laughs> fucking kid, he's like, no, no. And he's like pointing at me. And at the, at the end of the day, I think more people thought it was him, which kids are fucking stupid. Of course it was me. I bent over and then immediately pointed my finger at somebody else. So anyway, back of the ra- that and it was huge. Like the teacher literally had to like, uh oh. Oh, it's Uh-oh. him. Clear water flirter. What color are your underwear? Um, I think they're plaid. <laughs> I nice. Think they're plaid. <laughs> What's up, ladies? Stop screening your phone calls. See, I, yeah, I don't know anybody. I don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It could be one of my ex, one of my children that I never paid for running around looking for. There me. you go. They're like, you, know? you owe ninety million thousand dollars in back child support starting tomorrow. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have thirty seconds to deny this claim twenty eight seconds ago. <laughs> and go and go. So we we were just talking about. So we we actually shared a couple fart stories. And you missed it, so now you gotta wait until the episode airs. But we have a couple more. We still have more. But wait, there's there's more. more. So, okay, Nikki, part two of yours. Okay, so this one is not my best moment in my life. So I had had a few drinks, and I was doing the dirty with this dude, and (laughs) his face was like right there, like looking at it, and I totes farted. So I just pretended like it didn't really happen. <laughs> I was like, did you notice? There's no way he couldn't have not noticed. Like, there's no way that he did not know what just happened. And so then I like have to cover my face and start laughing. I was like, Jesus Christ. But things went on. We still finished. So <laughs> like, apparently he we... was drunk enough too to not care. Perfect. Yeah. So Bye. my one of my fucking... The first time I ever farted in front of Spencer... Um, we had only been dating for a brief moment in time and I had driven out because we were doing the long distance thing. I had driven three hours the night before to come out and see him and uh, we had spent the evening shagging and he got <laughs> up the next morning and this was before I farted or or pooped it with him even in the house. And um, we had gone out to eat and whatever and my stomach was a little bit upset and he's like tooling around the house and I was like, aren't you going to be late for work? I'm like desperately trying to hold this in. <laughs> And he's like, I just, yeah, it's fine. I can be a little late. And I'm like, get the fuck out. Well, he came over and he's like, why are you trying to kick me out? And he tickled me. And that was all <laughs> she fucking wrote, dude. And fucking Foghorn Leghorn came whistling Dixie out of my asshole. Just, <laughs> and I was so, emb- I was laying in bed and I was so embarrassed. I grabbed the blankets to like cover my face. And he's like, no, you're going to cover wagon yourself. And he like <laughs> shanks the fucking covers out of my hands. So we're just staring at each other awkwardly as my toot wafts through the fucking, just assailing everybody's noses. And I'm like, can you please go now? And and he's like, okay, I'll see you later. Mwah. And I was like, fuck me. I think we'd only been dating for like maybe 30 days. Nice. <laughs> and after that, I mean, like, then it's like broken barrier. Well, it's, now that it's happened once, you better yeah. watch your fucking self. Yeah. Right. I Yeah. Now I just fart freely. Like, I don't do the stomach ache thing. I'm like, fuck it. You married me. Must be, must be a woman thing. 
<laughs> and like once once we've sealed the deal and like now I can legally take half your fucking 401k, I will fart wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> you don't like it? Too bad. <laughs> Pay me. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Well, it's nice talking to these ladies. I mean, I didn't know what she was. And uh, my wife called me and I turned her on to these guys. I drive truck uh, at night and I found you on a podcast. And I was just like, oh my God, you got to listen to these two girls. They're awesome. And I finally convinced her to listen. She fell in love with these guys too. Aww. So, I mean, love it. Well, we're going to kidnap her. We love her. Dude, come on and hang out at her house. We have a beautiful house. We don't have any kids. Perfect. Um, 47. I'm- she's like 40, I think, 40, 41. We have a beautiful house in the country. You ever cut to Pennsylvania, like Allentown, Philadelphia area? We'll put you up. We got a hot tub out on the deck. It's. It's a good time. Oh my god, I'm packing my shit right now. I know, you said hot tub and no kids, and we're both like, fucking hot. We'll be there. The set of our house is a garden. It's completely glass encased. Oh, nice. My car gets good gas now. And look through our whole house through a garden. That is really neat. Fuck. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm in. Yeah, if you guys ever do what's those um, question answers or meet and greets, you're ever out to. You know, oh hell yeah! We're staying with you. Definitely. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening and participating in our fart stories. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Call a few more. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, be strong. Have a good one, man. Stay out of chalk line. Yes, I was gonna uh, say it with you. <laughs> Use. use he guys. says use and he i love it guys. i know i got all i'm all oh my god did you see my face i'm all use guys let's call dan um he's like i know you guys must have enough calls but i'm always down to chat i just told him we're gonna call him right now but i haven't heard back yet so if you a second because he said he had to go to a different part of the building to get reception do i have that means that he's i'm going to a different part of the building so i don't get caught talking to you fucking filth, filthy mouth right cures you foul mouth hewer. <clears throat> Put your head on my shoulder. Wah, wah, wah. Oh my god, my fucking stomach. You know what? I really just want a fucking egg roll. And a nap. I want. You son food. of a bitch. Who? Oh, hold, please. I hope your fucking Betos was good, and there better be something at the house for me. Well, of course there's something at the house for you, Aww. and the Betos is good. Aww. I love you. A little misattitude. Yeah. Now I'm going to fucking eat half your refried beans. I don't give a fuck. Eat, eat my beans. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Kiss my grits and eat my beans. What are you doing, turd? Recording. Oh, just just checking up on me? Well, I went to check the bank, and then I noticed that somebody went to Beto's without me. Well, somebody got you some dinner, so... Mary, well, I'll see you here directly. We've got a couple more calls to make, and then I'll be home. And then hey, I gotta yeah. go to work. Have you fed the dogs? Yeesh. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Well, neither one of them have skipped a meal. Your dog has rib titties. If he didn't get fed, fuck him. Okay. Just kidding. I love you. I love you. 
Okay, bye. No, I went to see and like make sure that a certain bill came out, and I'm like, motherfucker, went to Beto's without me. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your refried beans. I don't give a shit. I didn't ask for refried beans. What I want is a chicken chimichanga. <laughs> Fuck the refried beans. You can have them. I know. Would you like to hear my nasty letter that I wrote to Urban Decay? For putting the Game of Thrones vault on sale early and then selling out? Yes. Okay. Did you ever, did you get it? What? The Game of Thrones. Fuck no, it's been sold out and it doesn't release to Ulta until um, midnight on Sunday. And then it's not in stores until May 2nd. So I'm going to try and get it on Sunday. But So it says, what is the point of submitting your email and your cell phone for text message alerts if you don't use either to alert your customers when limited edition product is released? It was supposed to be a midnight release and apparently not standard mountain time. So I sent up for release alerts and and for nothing. You'll be the first to know. I put that in quotes. My email and SMS determined that was a lie. I'm going to rage quit for the day because now the Game of Thrones line is sold out. When will it be available? Nobody knows. Not that it matters since you don't tell anybody like you say that you will. And I refuse to bend the knee to the vultures of eBay. (laughs) I should have... Jesus, I should have taken the night off work so I could sit and watch the site. But alas, how will one pay for ridiculous makeup obsession otherwise? Shame on you. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I hope you're happy. Angel. <laughs> Their response. Send free product. <laughs> I want to be on the PR list. Okay. Uh, thanks for reaching out to Urban Decay. We sincerely apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. Fuck you guys. However, these items sold out quicker than expected. You don't say. We do not have an exact date for our restock, but our trusted retailers will release their collection on the 29th. Additionally, Macy's.com has the Game of Thrones. (laughs) Listen, dude, I spent enough money on Urban Decay products. Are we ready? Dan's ready. Okay, calm. Um, However, the lady that signed this off, sincerely, Sheraven, which is a really pretty name, actually. I wish my name was Sheraven. Yeah, I actually really like that. I'd be like, they'd be like, what's your name? I'd be like, Sheraven. <laughs> okay, we're calling Dan. Yes, you are. <laughs> you answered faster than I was ready Dan, for. Dan, the cheerleading Dan, man. Dan, everybody knows Dan. What? Not, lady. Oh, you know, let me turn you up a little bit. <laughs> Oh, did you feel that? Flossy little minx. Maybe Maybe a little bit. (laughs) How's it going? How's work? Uh, It's work. We got a killer thunderstorm going on right now. We did earlier. Oh, yeah, we did because my little one barged in here and she's like, I'm afraid of this storm. I'm like, just do it quietly. (laughs) I work in a pudding plant where, you know, you got like, I'm not where the Dutch scenario is, but like, I can hear the thunder and rain over presses. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty loud. Pretty loud. Yeah. How you guys feeling? Feeling better? No. Oh, that's not good. We no. haven't died, but, you know. Yeah. That's like, that's all I have to say about it, is that I haven't died. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> My only oh, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I did get medical insurance, though, finally. I think I was boohooing to you about it the other day. 
Because they yeah. they just like I don't know what happened, but they yeah. So I went and redid it. No. I'm sorry. I, somebody else was trying to call me. No, Satan. Not today. But yeah, so if I'm still dying on Wednesday when my medical insurance kicks in, I'll be in the hospital. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You'll find me there. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll get my nerve cut set ready. Perfect. You can be my candy stripper. Striper. <laughs> right, but whatever. <laughs> Down for whatevs. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh. I think I think I told Angel a story about that. Do tell. Oh, about stripping. You were a stripper. Well, okay. So in my younger days. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, when I was in college, they always ran those that that you know make a thousand dollars this weekend. I said, oh, I could I could do the Chippendales thing and you know get my wee wee for a bunch of old ladies. <laughs> I went down to do the interview. Girls like, "Yep, no problem. We'll give you, you know, they give you a membership to the gym. You, you go to choreography for the dances and all that." I'm like, "Fucking hey, this is gonna be awesome." They're like, they, you know, yeah, you guys go up to Ohio, wherever. All right, that's kind of cool. And uh, I'm talking to a lady friend of mine. She goes, "You know, it's the dance that they're dudes, right?" Oh no! <laughs> I said, no, no, like Chippendales, like old ladies. And she's like, "No, it's for dudes." <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I went back to a lady, and I'm like, hey, I was talking to someone, they said to me, dude, and she's like, yeah, I thought you knew that. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't know. <laughs> so I, I, that was as close as I got. Oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. I did, that's Kevin Hart. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says in my house. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would have went to make some money. Well, <laughs> you were so close. So close. But yeah. Actually, in a funny story, um, I got a message the other day. Uh, one of my old bands hit me up, and they're like, "Hey, man, would you want to do a gig this weekend in Milford?" And I'm like, "Yeah, right, I guess." And then they like, "I'm like, let me think about it," and I'm like. Yeah, it's for a bachelor party, so there's going to be free food, booze, and uh, pets. Yeah, come in. <laughs> yes. You I'll had me at that. food. <laughs> I don't know how I'll be playing, because I haven't played with them in like eight months, but... Oh, yeah, which band is it? Um, this is going to be The Shape. Yes. Yeah, so that, I've got that one, and then uh, MD is playing in June. Yay! And we're stealing uh, fellow uh, Calling Me Dead member uh, Brian Riley's band singer for that one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they were coming during his singer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Because the last time we played, I don't really remember too much. So I totally at first thought you said Wiener. That you are commandeering his wiener. That's why I was laughing so hard because I totally <laughs> heard you wrong. And then I didn't explain why I was laughing so hard. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's okay. Totally so, commandeering his uh, wiener. Uh, <laughs> well, as I always tell Brian, it's like, I always love saying I love having his meat in my mouth. 
Whoa. Oh. He has, he does some of the best barbecue, like, the parties. Oh, around. yeah. I've seen pictures of his meat on the internet. <laughs> it looks amazing. Yep. That's all the meat you need. That's all the meat you need. Well, not really. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. So, you don't have a question for us, do you? You just wanted a chitty chat? Yeah, or do you? I, I, I hit you guys up enough, like, on Snap and all that stuff. That. <laughs> right. Yeah, all of your questions are answered on a daily basis. <laughs> Which is usually, how are you doing? It's <laughs> pretty much all that I can answer at this point. Right. Uh. <laughs> Yeesh. All right. Well, Angel has to work tonight, and, you know, I uh. got sick kids upstairs, and I'm dying. So I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Yeah, that's what she said. All right. Well, <laughs> I will talk. have a good night, and I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Okay. Have a good rest of the time at work. Yeah, I'll be screwing out soon. Nice. All right. Take it easy. You too. Love ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And if we didn't call you, because we're running out of time, and I got to go home, and I got to eat, and then I got to go to work. Maybe we'll do an extra one. Maybe. Do an extra one, maybe. Not promising shit because of the way things have been going lately, but maybe we will do an extra and get another so-so. Oh, cutest look. Oh. Abby. To giving away our secrets. Ooh. Cute. All right. So thank you guys so much for participating. And um, be excellent to one another. Yes, do. And uh, stay out of chalk lines. I totally missed that. Should we yeah, do it again? Yeah, you fucking did. I was going to say don't let your mute loaf. And then I was like, why did that just go into my head? I don't say that. I have no fucking idea. All right. Maybe you should make like a tree and get the fuck, fuck out of here. here. <laughs> and stay, stay out, out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye.